Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Big hug to all of y'all. We appreciate your support on Locals, on Patreon, on Spotify, and we're not going to be on Subscribestar. I'm, I've been treated very poorly by that platform, so we're not going to offer the show over there. Yes, I'm wearing a t-shirt. I did a very, very serious and important episode this morning, a live stream actually on YouTube. Uh, check it out. Didn't feel like being in a shirt and tie and suit, so... Uh, you can't see me, but I'm wearing camouflage shorts, cargo, like cargo shorts, and my BCP t-shirt. All right, folks, let's get into this. It's not, we're on the same wavelength, but it's almost as if Joe Hoft and the Gateway Pundit heard my program from yesterday. Not really, but you'll see what I'm talking about. In yesterday's episode, I talked about how the left cannot argue their point. They can't debate their point. So they resort to straw man arguments and ad hominem attacks, right? They, they, they don't debate the issue. They go after the person. You know, that's just how they roll because you can't really argue insanity like, oh, the that there is no basis for worrying about a rigged election, right? There's so much evidence. Even if you can possibly make the argument that it's not enough to overturn the election, which of course is also a false argument, but they don't even just say that. They just say there is no, it's baseless. I mean, th this level of evil, of lying, like literally telling you the sky is, you know, purple when we can all see that it's blue. I mean, that's not a bad example. Pink when we all see it's blue. Like they literally say baseless claims. There's no, and the, and, and, and the courts have said, the courts haven't heard any cases. But they just stay with that lie and people uh, believe it. But then when people do break through, then they go after the person. So why am I saying this seems like Joe Hoft and the Gateway Pundit? Well, here's the Gateway Pundit today. Quote, they attack people viciously and per personally. Why? Because the left can't win on the facts. Their agenda is insane. Senate candidate and former governor Eric Greitens, right? So in an interview with um, with Joe Hoft on his radio show in, in St. Louis, um, Eric Greitens um, talked about this, and it actually happened that he talked about it yesterday, probably about the same time I produced the show, but they put it up on their, uh, you know, it's a local show he has. It's picked up in some syndicate, but I don't listen to talk radio, but it, it's today, right? So yesterday, Eric Greitens, Joe Hoft, and myself were all in the same wavelength. Eric Greitens joined Joe Hoft and discussed the implications to free speech of the sale of Twitter to Elon Musk. The two also discussed the movement to replace rhinos in D.C. with politicians who make America, who will make America great again. Former Governor Eric Greitens, who is running for U.S. Senate in Missouri, was on the Real Talk Radio Network yesterday, and he shared the following, quote, The Constitution is fundamental. The First Amendment is everyone's God-given right, and what have we had in this country? We've had big tech working hand-in-hand -hand with radical leftists and rhinos to suppress true patriotic voices. It happened to the Gateway Pundit. I'm going to interject. It also happened to me. Been booted from Facebook and from Twitter. Just for my name, because I hadn't really I didn't I wasn't even really posting. I was usually getting that to download videos and see things and promote uh, my show, but for no reasons, no basis, they just canceled me. Neither one of them have given me even the opportunity to be reinstated, nor have they given me a reason why they cut me off. That's just how it is, right? It's happened to Steve Bannon. So if it happened to Gateway Pundit, it happened to Steve Bannon, I'm obviously in very good company. It's happened to you and everyone who's dug into election integrity. Integrity. It's happened to me, and so of course, that's what we see. We got this great news. 
And then he later goes on to say, say, the good news is that people are going to places like your show, Joe. They're reading pieces at the Gateway Pundit. They're going out to get the real truth about what's happening in the United States of America because they've seen big tech and the propaganda press are always lying to us. They don't attack people because they disagree with their policies. They attack people viciously and personally. Why? Because the left can't win on the facts. Their agenda is insane. All of it is insane. The whole leftist agenda. The left is actively trying to destroy this country. There can be no illusion. So there you have it. Almost at the same time I was probably recording my show yesterday, we had Eric Greitens on Joe Hoff's show saying they don't attack people because they disagree with their policies. They attack people viciously and personally because the left can't win on the facts. And of course, that's not a new thought. It's just interesting how that was a theme in yesterday's show from the Gateway Pundits Joe Hoff. And that was the running theme for our episode yesterday. All right, folks, we got some fully vaxxed and double boosted folks who have tested positive for COVID-19. Isn't that interesting? And we have breaking news. This just in from the White House. The vice president has tested positive for COVID. Uh, According to the White House, Vice President Harris tested positive for COVID-19 on rapid and PCR tests today. She's exhibited no symptoms, they say, will isolate and continue to work from the vice president's residence. According to the White House, she has not been in close contact with the president or first lady due to their respective recent travel schedules. She will follow CDC guidelines and the advice of her physicians. The vice president will return to the White House when she tests negative. Isn't that interesting? And also, if you'll recall... Last month, her uh, husband, also, uh, what's his name, Doug Emhoff, also tested positive for COVID last month. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris is so unlike, I don't even, I have to look up Doug Emhoff's name every time I report on her. Like, he is the first man. And she is such a non-topic that I forget Doug's last name almost every single time I report or have to report on her and her husband. Uh, But guess what? That's not her only darling Democrat that came down with the virus. The Democratic nominee for Texas governor has announced he has tested positive for COVID-19. Beto O'Rourke announcing on Twitter he is fully vaccinated and boosted and regularly tests, but he adds that he adds that due to the campaigning he's been doing, he likely picked it up while touring Texas. O'Rourke added he has mild symptoms. I love COVID. It's my favorite sickness because you have to be tested to really know if you even have it. Because, you know, either they're asymptomatic or have mild symptoms. Now, they'll tell you that's because of the vaccine. Well, it's because of the vaccine. And I use that term vaccine very, very sparingly, um, very facetiously, very ironically. Or in other words, it's not really a vaccine. Now, they'll tell you, oh, it would have been worse had I not had the vaccine. Folks, this is not like hard data. But Mrs. BCP and myself were talking about those that we know that have gotten the vaccine and those who haven't, who have had COVID. And our personal experience from the people that we know, put your comment down below. Let's see what it looks like for you folks. But people who have gotten COVID but have not gotten vaccinated have not gotten COVID again. We could not think of one person that had uh, gotten COVID a second time. That's not true. That's not true. We we know uh, one pair of people that got it a second time. And who knows if the first time testing was even accurate. And the first time they were mildly sick, like flu sick. The second time they were a lot more sick. But they didn't get the vaccine. 
Besides those two, those pair of people, I don't think I know anyone else who has gotten it twice, who hasn't been vaccinated. Now, as far as vaccinated people, whoa, I know a tons of people who keep getting it. Could it be that perhaps the vaccine, once again, when you hear me say vaccine, when I'm talking about COVID vaccines, just in your mind, picture me doing air quotes. Is it just me, folks? Put it down below. I know people have been hospitalized and have had it several times. A, f- a friend of mine, he's an engineer. And th- this is just incredible to me. He's an engineer who has gotten very sick from uh, when he got his second shot. He got really sick. Uh, wasn't feeling too well on, on the booster and has been had really bad health problems. A very healthy... He's not, he's not an engineer... Like yours truly, I sit and you know I sit and read all day, and on front of a computer all day. He does that and he like coaches his kid's soccer team. Like is like the dad for the Bison Club. Very lovable, great guy. Super, super uh, intelligent. Talking about people engineering and like real high tech. And I'm not talking about computer stuff. I'm talking about like rockets and things of that sort. Aerospace. Still thinking that he needs to get a vaccine. I don't get it. Love the guy to death. Don't understand like why they don't see it. But tell me folks, is it just me or are people who get in the uh, the Franklin shop the ones who are getting it reoccurringly? Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe we have this news uh, coming out that the FDA has approved its first and only so far COVID-19 treatment for pediatric patients as young as 28 days old. The pandemic and the FDA tonight authorizing the first COVID treatment for children under the age of 12. In fact, the drug ruled safe enough for infants just 28 days old. Let's not forget that children are the most resilient and the least likely to have any kind of mortality, hospitalizations, or serious issues from this really, really bad flu known as COVID-19. Tonight, a green light for the first COVID treatment for children under 12. The FDA approving the drug remdesivir for infants as young as four weeks old. Part of this age group include those children under the age of five who don't yet have an approved vaccine. And this is welcomed news to physicians and parents, especially of children who are high risk. The antiviral remdesivir, the first COVID treatment approved for adults, can be given as an injection to hospitalized children and those with mild to moderate COVID or at high risk for severe disease. Wait a minute. Are we talking about remdesivir, the same drug that was the first drug to come out for COVID and that the World Health Organization and others found doesn't work? Yeah, that one. And here's a reminder. Let's go back to October of 2020 before the vaccine came out and they were pushing hope on people and this got approval, but it doesn't and didn't work then. But now they want to make money for that for those pharma companies and give it to children who perhaps aren't able to take the poison vaccine. You got to inject them one way or the other. Here's a quick flashback. All right, you ever work really hard on a project, maybe a big term paper? You did all the research, you crossed all the T's, you turn it in only for someone else to say, your paper is just not accurate. Well, today, that's kind of what happened with the antiviral drug known as remdesivir. 
And questions are pouring in over the first drug approved by the FDA to treat COVID-19 patients. Remdesivir was previously only approved for emergency use in COVID-19 patients. What changed? Yeah, good morning. You know, this is a, a really good news for anybody who's looking for treatments, right, for COVID-19. But I think it's going to be really controversial. And here's why. I mean, I talked about this on 7 about, I think, three days ago is that there's a big study from the World Health Organization which showed no change, right? No change in mortality, no change in hospitalizations. Really, it was a negative study. The World Health Organization published its preliminary results of a study on remdesivir and three other potential COVID-19 fighting drugs. The study gave the antiviral drug remdesivir to 2,750 COVID patients in over 30 different countries, and then compared their recoveries with 2,700 other control patients who received no drugs. According to the study, the results appeared to have little or no effect on hospitalized COVID patients, on death rate, ventilation needs, or hospital stay length. Their conclusion, in a nutshell, remdesivir doesn't work. Now, that's a pretty big story, considering it's one of the only drugs being used for COVID. Now, before you say, oh, but President Trump got remdesivir, it must work or to have you. He got cured. Don't forget, they did quite a few uh, things with him. Uh, he also got uh, monoclonal antibodies and other things. So that was part of a cocktail mix. And he had the best uh, uh, health care that money can't buy. I mean, seriously, the attention that he got as president of, of the United States maybe even more than even Elon Musk or someone might be able to get. It. I don't know. But it definitely was top tier. So how did a drug that didn't work, and this is, this is important for us to remember, even though it was a year and a half ago, how did that come online and how is it coming online again for these children? Well, the drug manufacturer said, well, we don't like that study. We don't like the study that WHO did. We like this study. Let's use this study. Oh, and if you'll remember, before the approval, the government controlled who could get it. But after the approval, even though the w, uh, World Health Organization and another study found that it didn't work, now the manufacturer was able to sell it directly to the hospitals. In other words, folks, follow the money. But Remdesivir's drug manufacturer talked about Gilead and the FDA looked at that they had three trials, one double-blinded a placebo-controlled trial they thought was a better trial, and that's why they approved it. Remember, as you talked about, only previously was emergency use authorization, which means you have to really be sick, uh, people in the hospital who are, uh, you know, seriously ill. Now, if you're anybody over the age of 12 and over 88 pounds, you can use it, and you can use it in the, in the hospital. Uh, and, and you may have alluded to this, but since October 1, now hospitals can get it directly from the, from the distributor, from the... Uh, from the drug manufacturer. Before that, the, the government controlled where the drug went to throughout the country. That's right. Gilead, the manufacturer of it, didn't like the World Health Organization study, liked this other study, and told the FDA use the other study because they liked that one more and they could sell it and make money. Folks, the, the level of evil. Uh, by the way, uh, Revnezavir, the Vecleri, I think is the actual... Um, is the uh, brand name of it made by Gilead, V-E-K-L-U-R-Y. Now let's, uh, let's look at the uh, serious side effects. Why don't we? Uh, it can cause allergic reactions during or after infusion. 
uh, changes to heart rate, rash, fever, nausea, sweating, shortness of breath, wheezing, swelling of the lips, face, or throat. Increase in uh, liver enzymes, increases in the amount of liver enzymes, enzymes, excuse me, are common in people who have received this drug and may be a sign of liver injury. So I'm going to punch you. And then um, if you have a bruise, that may be a sign that punching you is not a good thing. But you should get punched because you might die if you don't get punched. It's a ridiculous statement, right? They've been making a lot of ridiculous medical statements to us the last couple of years, haven't they? So children who are at low risk uh, looks like are going to be at a higher risk of other sicknesses and ailments and side effects because heaven forbid that Gilead doesn't make the big bucks. What a sick, sick world we're living in, folks. We are all guinea pigs, but that's not good enough. Got to make sure that the kids are guinea pigs as well. And there you have it, folks. There you have it. Uh, Thanks for being here. Please, please, please share this show with your friends, family, and neighbors. We talk about things that we can't talk about on YouTube and other places. We're going to give you all the truth unfiltered here. So whether you're watching us on Locals, you're watching us, uh, you know, on our Black sort of Patriot community over there. You're watching us on Patreon. Listen to us on Spotify. We appreciate it. We are on Apple. We are on Apple Podcasts as well. But we've got to tweak some stuff on there because only a few of our episodes show up. So once we have that all sorted out, we'll start letting you know, oh, we're also on Apple Podcasts. Until tomorrow, ciao, goodbye. God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Hey. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the power. Power. Oh,